sup? What is up, babe? With me? Yeah, what's up with you right now? Um, I was just thinking about how it's 40 degrees in Florida. It's 40 degrees I'm in Florida. I'm just sending them my thoughts and prayers. Oh, I'm sending them all my thoughts and prayers. Prayers up for Florida right now. I mean, now. yeah, a windbreaker, like a, a light puffy gets gets brought out of the closet at 69 degrees. 69 degrees. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, pe- people oh, are, gosh. they're shivering, they're like, oh, you know, they're, oh, their you... winter stuff is coming out, if they have any. You poor little babies, what are they so doing? I know, so imagine with 40 degrees. You think people are losing their minds down there right now? I do, I do. You think it's panic, it's chaos? What does your mom say? How are your folks? You know, my mom has Raynard syndrome. Explain Raynard syndrome. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. <laughs> um... I'm not the one to explain this. I don't really know it's what it is. It's basically when you have itty-bitty blood vessels, yeah, right? And, and you... your shit gets all blue when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Kristen. it's a circulation thing. So she's not too happy. But that being said, it's been extremely hot, um, obviously, the past couple of years. And they... I mean, the the weather is not breaking. This is how Floridians talk. The humidity does not break until like the end of November these these past couple years. No shit. So they're kind of enjoying it in a weird way, in a subverse way. <laughs> is um you so you're Kelsey Ann is terrified of winter. Like legitimately psychologically affected by the thought of it being cold outside. Yeah, I'm sitting in front of a happy lamp right now. That's true. Like they have for like little kids in (laughs) Eastern European countries where they don't get enough sunlight. She's like a lizard. All right. Would you say the Floridians are like lizards? That they they must stay in the sun to maintain the body temperature. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And actually, lizards are falling from the sky right now. What? So when Florida, or I'm sure Puerto Rico, or fucking Cuba, somewhere else that's somewhat tropical. Dips below 40, basically, the lizards become immobile. Iguanas, lizards. Oh, no. They don't like it. They become immobile and they start falling from trees. They, they fall out of the trees? Yeah, or fall off your roof. Or Are we talking like geckos? Drop. Yeah, they like just, yeah, iguanas? salamanders, all, all of it. Salamanders? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they just drop. And so you'll you'll have like, You'll walk out and on your car, like the roof of your car, will have just like these immobile, dead-looking lizards. Mm-hmm. But they're not dead. They're have just you ever seen this of... happen? Yeah, I've seen it happen. You've seen it I've happen? always wanted it to be more dramatic than it in, than it is in reality. <laughs> like kinda, you're walking down the street and they start <laughs> slip out of a branch and yeah. just slam onto the ground. Yeah, basically. Oh, it's beautiful. It's raining iguanas <laughs> it's in raining Florida iguanas. right now. It's too goddamn cold. Shit now, is dire. this going to kill all the orange trees? That's a good question. Is shit about to get fucked up for the orange juice industry? I don't fucking know, dude. Should we, like, uh, like in uh, in trading spaces when they manipulate the stock market, should we be buying uh, puts on orange juice right now? Fuck, don't give everyone else that idea. Well, th- I mean, listen, if they're savvy like us, this episode is going to be released in a couple of days, so we'll already be wealthy by the time you guys are <laughs> listening to this. Suckers. Nice. Oh, I wanted to mention that... The lady who did my booster shot at Target, yeah, she looked at my vaccine card and kind of made a face. And then we started talking about other things. And then at the end of it, when she had to write down the information about the booster, uh-huh. she was like, 
Uh, I'm gonna have to like write this on the Spanish part. Now, like, on why, the back why did she do this? Because Publix just stamped a bunch of random information in random places. So there's like no room on the front of the card. And I was laughing and she was like, honestly, when I first saw this, I thought it was from a different country. <laughs> it basically <laughs> And is. I was like, Florida is a different country. <laughs> it is. It really is. I think what she meant by that too is third world country, I think is what she was trying to say. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> of course that's what yeah. she was saying. Um, but I just thought that was funny. Now, of course, 40 degrees doesn't bother me at fucking at all this is when midwesterners really shine you know what i mean we we love to fucking brag about how how cold it is outside and how it doesn't affect us at all <laughs> so this true. is our this is our little thing that we get you know you guys get beautiful beaches and people on the coasts they get their like cosmopolitan lifestyle but and we get we like get... a tan we get like vitamin d we get <laughs> yeah. Like yeah exactly all that shit that we clothes. don't need yeah mm. we don't need that shit what do you we get need? we get bragging rights mm. about being like about being fucking tough in the wintertime. That's what <laughs> that's what we all gather around. Um, mm. And keeps so, you cozy in the winter. That little pride. So, babe, what are we talking about today? We're talking about butts. Yes, we are. <laughs> now, are you an ass woman? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm an ass man too. Do you want to tell them about? Do you want to tell our secret? Do you want to tell? <laughs> do you want to tell them about? Kelsey Ann and I are little fucking dirty perverts. <laughs> go ahead. We go out and whenever we're in public, we see a fucking juicy, perfect ass walk uh-huh. walk in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we will uh, we will signal one another. <laughs> grab like we'll make a little signal. Like I'll she'll grab my wrist or like I'll I'll like I'll grab her like shoulder and like we'll both we'll both stare at it and we'll. In, in, enjoy the flavor. You see what I mean? Enjoy the enjoy the sights and sounds as they're walking past. That's and right. We'll do like we'll do sometimes we'll make like a little like a little siren sound, like whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Just to alert Cause each other. Because we're on patrol. We're on we're on ass patrol. Yeah, we're on bum patrol. Bum patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kelsey Ann it, Kelsey Ann started this I years did. ago, back at the um Back at the beach, back at Rockaway Beach, we were just sitting, like, having a good summer day. We were staring out at the waves, and Kelsey Ann goes, Nathan, you have to look. You have to look. And she points out into the water, and there's just a perfect round butt, like, breaching. Breaching. It really was, yeah. Into the waves and submerging again. And mm-hmm. it, like the, it was like the it bikini was, was like riding up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, it was cresting out mm-hmm. of the waves and then splashing <laughs> down again. Mm-hmm. The sun was reflecting off of it, and we just like held each other and we went, "Isn't is that the most perfect ass you've ever seen?" Yeah, yeah. We went, yeah. yeah it was it a is. moment between us. Beautiful. And then the girl pops out of the water, and she looks like sixteen years old, and we both go, ah! <laughs> "Yeah, but I didn't couldn't Fuck! tell from the bomb. I couldn't tell." No, you can't. You but... can't tell. You can't judge a, a, a bum by, bum its, by cover. its cover you can't, you can't judge a book by its bum you can't judge a woman by her ass not always not, not always, always but yeah. sometimes yeah are you saying sometimes no i'm just saying and i'm saying there's different types of bums on bum mm. patrol that we like like um like mommy buns oh yeah mom buns that's a great. whole different category yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. one of our favorites mm-hmm. i'd say it's the top category yeah. Yeah. that we look for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what just out there scanning for mommy buns yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you embarrassed no yeah i'm giggling because i'm i'm remembering one time 
Okay, we've told you about this, like the recess yard that we sometimes do our workouts um, at that's around the corner from our house, has like a little like prison gym equipment thing. Um, and this was during the summer and there were like, there were mom buns out. There were mom buns oh, out yeah. at like a kid oh, yeah. play play date, play group thing. Uh-huh. And um, I felt like I was staring too much at like that general area. And it was just <laughs> making me feel, laugh so hard to myself. That, it looked like, like you were looking at the kids. Yes, that if like someone like... It and looked then, like you wanted to steal one of those kids. And then I would have to explain... No, 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 no. That I was looking, looking at your looking ass, at, like, ma'am. The, yeah, that I'm looking at the mom. I'm looking at your ass and pussy from behind. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would have to explain the whole thing no, no, so no, as I not to seem like a crazy, a baby crazy woman who's about to steal Ew, her child. What? I wasn't looking at the kids. I was looking it's at disgusting. your ass, I would ass, never look at the man. kids. I was looking at the, the All of you. You dog. and all your friends and your tight fucking Little mommy yoga buns. Yeah. yeah. Which is perfectly normal. <laughs> if I do say so myself as an American, <laughs> as an American woman, now, to admire you, the butts of other American mothers. Can you tell a fake butt? Yes, now, now I can tell a fake butt. Now you can tell a fake. Yes, butt. can you tell a fake butt? I can tell a fake butt from a mile away. Really? Oh yeah, I have laser fucking pinpoint accuracy about about whether it's fake or not. Okay, because I had to learn. The, the first time I ever saw a fake butt, I was walking down. I, I I was in a hurry, but it was fascinating because this was a really fake one. This okay. was not like a like a sort of you know kind of have to guess like yeah. can't really tell. This was a very fake butt, and it was I was walking down like Lexington Avenue and I was in a hurry, but I just had to slow up because there was this woman in front of me, obviously like like wealthy lady, but she was dressed in like a velour tracksuit, and you could see like every time she took a step, and I was like behind her for like a block. Every time she took a step, like the meat of her ass mm-hmm. would. Almost separately from her leg, shift oh. out and upwards, and then fall down. Oh. So it looked like she was like it looked like she was hiding like a bunch of like bean bags. Yeah, yeah. I call it smuggling raisins. Smuggling raisins. That's but exactly yeah. what it was. It was like she had a like sacks of exotic fruit now in each in each cheek, and they were just shifting, <laughs> turning, and it was like mesmerizing. I, I not in an attractive way. It was just like. I was like, good God, like, what What have we done? Like, what has mankind done? So now what did her waist Shout out region to look lady. like? Uh, waist was teeny tiny. Okay, that's the, that is the dead giveaway yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I, okay, I have an hourglass figure. You do. Naturally. You do. And it's, but it's astounding to me. So like, I have like a relatively like bigger, like hip, I have like a... Um, She's got a dump truck, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. My hip to waist ratio. It's perfection. Um, But anything like kind of beyond that... Shout out to love. Shout out to romance. Aw, yeah. Thank you, baby. Shout um, out to that big... <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is um, I think the dead giveaway is uh, a waist being too skinny and actually muscle tone. So if a woman has abs, let's say... Yeah. And an insanely large ass. Dumper. It's probably not real because yes. there is no way that they can have sh- a shredded middle section and an extremely fat back section. Right. Like that just, it doesn't, 
occur like that in nature like because you got to have some you got to have some love you got to have some love all over all the rest over of your if you body butt if that you big. want that exactly like exactly. you don't get to pick and choose what areas get i mean yes you now work I, out and that can create a bigger muscle underneath that can create a bigger whatever bigger thighs bigger butt bigger yeah. whatever section you want to work so sometimes it is weightlifting but those those ones that you just know and it doesn't look like muscle it looks like fat you're like Mm, that's how I know. It's because you have abs. <laughs> that's the that's telltale. That's the telltale butt. All right. So if you haven't already guessed, today's episode of the Florida Woman Podcast is all about the BBL. It's about Miami. It's about Miami being the plastic surgery capital of the United States. And its most major export is the Brazilian butt lift, a.k.a. The BBL. The BBXXL. <laughs> and it is also the most dangerous plastic surgery in existence. Yeah. So I just said Miami is the plastic surgery capital of the United States. True. Nathan, what, just guess, what yeah. would you guess is the plastic surgery capital of the, the world, globally? Brazil. Wrong. South Korea is the plastic surgery capital of the world. No shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It boasts the highest number of cosmetic procedures per capita globally. Fucking A. I had yeah. no idea about that culture. Mm -hmm. That they're they were really into, into that shit. I knew well, they were into skincare and shit. They are into skincare. Oh, yeah. K pop, yeah, for sure. Every one of those BTS motherfuckers looks like a looks looks like the same guy. Wait, is that racist? No, I mean I mean listen. <laughs> I didn't know what you mean. There's they an look, aesthetic they that all they're have all the same aesthetic. For. Yes. It looks like they've all had the same face like plastered on um, I'm not saying all Korean people look the same. No, it's because they have really, really strict standards for um for for k-pop i think and yeah. like they it's insane like they pluck you as like a as like a, a 11 year old or something and then they make you do like k-pop like boot camps Holy and fuck. i think they make you get some surgeries some i think that they well, pressure you they and you have like, to stay under a certain weight and you have to have your like eyebrows done the yeah. same yeah it that whole band has that like taut face that mm -hmm. you get after like and having like worked glazed out. donut skin kind of definitely that's yeah. what I'm talking about and I yeah. think like literally there's some like proportions that they there want is them all it's a heart shaped have. face heart shaped mm -hmm. face mm -hmm. fucking a. and frankly there's a so lot you can't of... have a square shaped face nope damn mm -mm. they really like that soft sloping chin that yeah. like, heart shaped chin yeah and wider near the eye area but damn. um also a lot of it is um fetishization of like western beauty and how that factors into it so like they kind of want their eyes to be like bigger and rounder and like their noses to be like button you know what i mean it's just it's stuff like that that's Damn. like guys come on come on that's fucked up so but as far as the u.s goes miami is it miami okay? is the, spot. the grand poobah it's the big one the Grand Poobah. <laughs> right? Isn't that a thing people say? Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so if Miami's number one, 
let's do another little guessing game. Okay. What do you think is the number two city for plastic surgery in Los the Angeles? Absolutely not. What? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City? Damn, it's all those little Mormons. Yes. Little tight little Mormon wives. Mm -hmm. You gotta out like outdo all the other wives so that you're the like top bitch in the Mm -hmm. household. Wow. Okay. Shout out. Respect. Shout out. (laughs) Respect to Mormons. (laughs) Shout out to all my former fellow blondes out there. (laughs) Your fellow blondes out there. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Um then number three is LA. We're, we're on thin ice right now. You're shouting out the blondes. <laughs> yeah, talking whatever. about grand poobahs and shit. Whatever. Um, LA's number three, but they are much more face-based face as a based? destination, whereas Miami is much more about body procedures. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, it makes sense, right? Because yeah. LA, it's like you're on camera. There's a lot of actors. There's a lot of like tv like youtube like people who are on camera and it's more about their face darkness it's so dark dark. um and miami is more about wearing a bikini yes so it's more about the boobs the butt for the the, people yes mm -hmm, i am mm -hmm. so in support of that now i'm just gonna read the rest of this the top eight um plastic surgery destinations in the u.s because it fascinated me okay so hit me we already did miami salt lake city la Mm -hmm. number four is austin texas Weird. Not Dallas. I don't know. Dallas seems more. I feel like all those surgery. LA people are moving to Austin. They right are. Now. So I blame them. Number five. Just guess any city. Dude, I have no idea. I don't know shit about. It's just surgery. a city that you think probably gets a lot of plastic surgery. Milwaukee. Anything. No, but weirdly close. What? Grand Rapids, Michigan is number five. What? Get the fuck out of here, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I have no idea how that's possible. That one wow. really threw me. We should go to Grand Rapids and just see. Like, is everyone there just <laughs> it's really beautiful? Pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then number six is Tampa. Number seven is Baltimore, and that's that makes sense to me because that's serving like the D.C. area. Sure. And then number eight is New York City. It's all the way wow. down on number eight. We keep it real here. In New yeah, York that's right, baby. Yeah. But not um, as real as Chicago. No, it's not on the list. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I just want to define plastic surgery real quick. Mm -hmm. So it's the process of reconstructing or repairing parts of the body by the transfer of tissue. Right. Either in the treatment of an injury or for cosmetic reasons. So it is a... I thought the definition was being being perfect. Finally being perfect. Actually, shout out to my mom who did get a nose job when she was 16 years old. You can't say that. You can't out your mom. Yeah, she loves talking about it. She does? Yeah. I thought she wanted it to be a secret. No, she loves it when people, though she loves it when people say that we look similar and that we have the same nose because she's like, (laughs) don't. (laughs) Never mind. Your mom's proud of her plastic surgery. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she waitressed and she fucking saved up for some plastic surgery in Chicago. Yeah, I fucking got it. Um, So it's also, it's a surgical specialty involving the restoration, reconstruction, or alteration, right, of the human body. And it can be divided into two main categories, reconstructive surgery or cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Today we're mostly talking about cosmetic surgery. Cosmetic surgery. Of course. Unless, Um, you know, somebody had their ass deflated in a horrible accident. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you can't get your ass deflated. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Don't we know someone who like fell off a bicycle and like something bad happened to their vagina? Didn't she get in like an accident? <laughs> who are you talking about? 
Okay, we'll discuss this. Is this, this like a dream mic. you had? No, no. <laughs> I think it's a something, dream you had. No, it's not. Something deflated. We'll talk about it off mic. Are pussy deflated? <laughs> I don't, Shit, that's what I, that was my understanding. Okay, okay well, let's leave that for if now. If that's real, then I'm so sorry, ma'am. <laughs> so this also brings me to um, my next point, and that is plastic surgery tourism which is sometimes known as medical tourism, which is a little bit more broad, but specifically the medical tourism that is plastic surgery related Mm -hmm. is booming. Really? Oh yeah. We're in a PST boom right now. Hell yeah. Um, So that means going abroad if you're in the United States or people from abroad coming to usually Miami, right? (laughs) So in some cases, um, patients will travel to another country because the cost of surgery is cheaper, right? super dangerous. And popular destinations are um, Brazil, which you did mention that you thought was the plastic surgery capital. Yes, yeah, I Um, did. And it is number two after South Korea. So you were on to something. Yeah, for sure. And then the US is number three. Um, Right, Brazil, Mexico, Turkey, which... Turkey really scares me. Turkey has Why? like no laws as far as this stuff goes. Oh, shit. And like, so just anybody can call themselves a plastic yeah. surgeon? Yeah. It's Ooh. really dire. Um, that ain't good at all. They are uh, they are infamous for doing BBLs that are that even a US doctor wouldn't do in terms of uh, injecting way too much fat on the first surgery oh, fuck yeah and then really bad things happen Dude, um, i've heard of people injecting fat really oh god yeah i've i mean several different things like i've heard south korean lady actually heard about a south korean lady who injected like fat into her face mm-hmm. but it was the wrong type of fat it was like cooking oil or something like that she like i don't know she heard that that was like cool oh my god. yeah and her face like ballooned up and like she basically gave herself like a million infections mm. and her face got so big that it like started like sagging off and she like it was terrible she like looked like a she poisoned herself like her face started melting she looked like a burn victim this she sounds like a up. greek myth doesn't it it does, yeah. She flew too close to the she sun. She did. She flew too close it to the sun. It also sounds like a TikTok tragedy. Like, it sounds like something someone would hear on TikTok. This was TikTok, but okay. yeah, definitely. Because there's some really Well, there was another guy who did it to his dick. Around. He thought he could give himself, like, a gigantic, pe- like, horse Men cock. by like weird shit like that. Well, you know, I don't know. Like, like if you're a grown-up dude, you're just, like, you're, you're not thinking about your penis that often. But I think that if you've never, like had any self-awareness or if you've just sort of floated through your life there's and there's some sort of like unaddressed like basic impulse to just constantly be like it's like if you never grew out of adolescence to just mm-hmm. constantly be focused on your cock and like thinking about your dick all the time and like oh it's small it's too small it's not big enough or like oh it's it's weird it's weird looking or like uh, yeah yeah it's geez. just it's like a very basic like rudimentary sort of emotional problem for men so, I don't know. To answer your question, I don't fucking know. But I think that that's what's going on with this dude. Anyway, he just was trying to give himself a horse cock by injecting, again, like olive oil and Ew, shit. Oh no. And the same thing happened to his dick. It got it got big, but like in a horrible, like unusable oh way. No. Like it like just got giant and like sort of sloughed off. And then like, you know, he lost his cock. He had to get it snipped off. Crazy. Moral of the story is... Make sure your plastic surgeon is board certified. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the moral of this entire episode. So yeah, yep. just that's a running theme. Board certification. Um. So right. So to get tre- cheaper procedures, people go to Turkey, like I said. Yeah. Um. Ooh, sorry. I have to talk about Turkey one more time. Um, go for it. 
they do this surgery that, again, U.S. plastic surgeons do very rarely, although it's a huge trend right now. People are going to Turkey in droves to get it because there's not as much oversight and what it's way it? cheaper. Fox eye surgery. Fox eye That's surgery? That's what it's called, yeah. What is that? But do? it's, um, it, it makes your eyes uh, almond-shaped. It's an almond eye surgery. Oh my god, it's the opposite of the shit that the Koreans are doing. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck, exactly. so the Koreans are getting eye widening surgery. Yes. And the fucking Americans are getting fox eye surgery. Yep. Fascinating. Yep, it's uh, popularized again, just like a BBL, by the Kardashians, who don't all have fucking almond shaped eyes. No and shit, they don't this all is a Kardashian have thing? Oh, yeah. we're getting into that. I mean, it's really popular to have like a cat eye, you know, to have like a... You know, this is fucking crazy that you're saying this because you got like crazy, like crazy proportions. You got a big dumper Aww. and you got the, you got cat eyes. So I don't know why you're not popping off. <laughs> I know. I should be popping off. Seriously. I know. But it's so funny. And this is something we'll address later too. It's all about trends, which is why I think plastic surgery, the surgeries scary. that are irreversible are so scary because when I was really growing up... Yeah. That was not popular. No, it was dude. popular to be like have a stick long thing. torso. Yeah, have a like a long. This is yeah, what I yeah. talk about. Low women rice in jeans. the yes, women this in shit, the '90s, man. we had to have a long torso. Yeah, which I don't yeah. have, but it was you like they, the low rise and then the crop top, and it's just their yeah. stomach went. Their flat stomach went on forever. You know what's hilarious is that like I thought that shit was so hot when I was a teenager. And like I was like, oh, this looks super hot. You know, yeah, all the girls it's what were doing was it. Presented to you. Well, yeah, that's true. But also, then I grew up and I became an adult, and the trends changed. And then I looked back, like I, you know, I'd see pictures of people from that era, and I'd be like, dude, they all look like teenagers. I know. What the fuck? I know. Actually, Gross. like a, a f- absolutely like flat stomach. So it I thought it was hot when I was a body. teenager. Exactly. exactly because yeah. I was a teenager attracted to people my own age. But then as an adult, I look back at it and I see adults trying to look like teenagers and I go like, ew, Ugh. what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. And like... So it's like getting a bad tattoo, getting bad plastic surgery. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's irreversible and it's mostly a trend. So it's like, yeah, people were stick thin with long torsos and like kind of like, kind of like melon titties. Like, you know, boob jobs were... Uh, bigger boobs was yeah. like a thing that you wanted and like weirdly yeah people big wanted eyes, giant like, tits kind of like, like the south korean thing yeah they did yeah. and now it's like okay now you want you think like paris the... hilton is to blame for that well she definitely has that body type actually yeah. she has small titties was she a symptom she... or a cause she... paris was just paris she was paris just was being just paris, paris baby. at the wrong time or paris the right time however you want to say it god damn yeah. yeah free paris that's right um so yeah so people are going abroad for cheaper surgeries. Mm-hmm. Malaysia, Philippines, Poland, Thailand, places like that. Poland? Yeah. Right. Um, um, and that's mostly a monetary thing. But in some cases, it's not about money. It's about patients who can afford to travel and to pay for a plastic surgery procedure that may not be available in the country that they live. So maybe they live in a less developed nation or something like that, yeah. but they have the money to go and do it. Those people will come to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. And why are these bitches going to Miami? <laughs> so there are a few reasons why Miami is is the hub of plastic surgery that it is. Yeah. One is that there are lots and lots of surgeons in Miami. Rad. And I think that stems from two things. One, if you're a guy who's going to go into plastics, I think the whole lifestyle appears appeals to you. Totally. Like the you want like the tan, you want the like 
the fast cars and like the like the flashy watch like you want yeah, that dude. like miami vibe if that's the they you just seem so like funny. those types of people um i actually i busted my motherfucking chin open like crazy when i was a little kid i was running in like a I was running in like a, a pool area and I slipped on the floor. I was like maybe three, four years old. And I my chin landed on a like a the guide rail of a sliding door and just boom, just fucking busted my shit wide Oof. open. I was bleeding insanely. Poor baby Nathan. Yeah, so my parents take me to the hospital and they're doctors, right? So they know like people who work there and they had a friend. My uh, my mom knew this guy, his name was Paul Nassif. And he was like an intern for her, and he like he hooked us up. He like stitched my little chin up for free, and so um, like you know he was he was called Uncle Paul. Like we knew him. Like he was he was bros with my mom and dad. And then we went out for ice cream afterwards. But um, that's my memory of that. But then later on in life, that guy like got huge as a yeah, plastic surgeon. He's like, famous. He's the guy behind Botch, yeah. right? And he married a, a real housewife. He married a real housewife. Mm-hmm. That's right. But it's just funny because like I know like he's like the he's like the biggest plastic surgeon I can think of off the top of my head. But he lives in California. He went to like Sacramento, right? Uh, I don't. I or don't maybe think not. So. It's maybe, Southern California. Okay. Okay. So maybe he went to Los Angeles. But I do know that his family owns the Sacramento Kings. Okay, that's crazy. How fucking crazy is that? Insane. Um, he didn't I invite think my that... mom and dad to the wedding, by the way. So you're on my fucking shit list, Paul. Paul. Uncle Just kidding. fucking Paul. Yeah, Uncle that's fucking still Paul. what you go by. Um, yeah, and I think that Miami is just cheaper and you can evade more taxes. Yeah, so I think but like it appeals way. to similar people and then if you want to if you just want a little more bang for your buck, go to Miami. Yeah, but what all I was saying with that story was like he was attracted to the lifestyle. He married a fucking real housewife. Oh, yeah. He married into this family that owned a basketball team. Like, yeah, you want the whole package out. if you're going to be a plastic out. surgeon. He's on TV and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Um I also think that Along with the board-certified plastic surgeons that yeah. reside in Miami, right. um, and this is, is three point nine zero plastic surgeons for every hundred thousand residents, which yeah. is, I don't know if that blows any of your minds, but the statistic blows people's minds online <laughs> that lot. that many plastic surgeons exist in one Four metropolitan area. for every hundred thousand people. Yes, that's a lot. Yeah, it's um, big business. But also, and this is something again that we're gonna we're gonna deep dive on this point later, but. Mm-hmm. It also just means that there are a lot of surgeons, period, because of the old population, the elderly population, the old oh, people yeah, that need a sure. lot of medical care down yeah, in Miami. Absolutely. And not all of the surgeons performing plastic surgery might be plastic surgeons. Ooh, they might just be surgeons. surgeons. Interesting. So it's the combination of the lifestyle that draws the plastics crowd mm-hmm. and also just the amount of medical professionals that exist in that area because of the great need and the and the aging boomers and all that yeah secondly they offer a wide array of surgery options and specialized procedures because there are so many surgeons yeah uh third of all it's a tranquil recovery environment true yeah so like <laughs> tranquil you gotta you know you gotta take like two weeks off from normal activities like you gotta you got to heal. You've got to rest. Like you have to have people taking care of you. Like this is a major surgery, not just for the BBL, but breast lifts, tummy tucks. I mean, any type of surgery. Yeah. It's a major you process. You got to chill and out. You got to yeah. relax afterwards. That's funny. I don't think of Miami as a chill place. I think of it as like a 
like bumping club town. Yeah. So I'd, I'd imagine like people go down there and like get a BBL and then are out at the fucking club that night. Nah, like, dude. Pounding they're just shots. in like a really nice hotel because there's a lot of them down there nice. and they're like, nice. you know, enjoying the sunshine, but like relaxing. <laughs> Flipped over. <laughs> no. You can't sit down after a BBL, right? No, you can't. Yeah. So they're enjoying the sunshine. They have to sleep on their up. stomach. Yeah. yeah. Um, f- number four is just like, Kind of we touched on it. It's the hot weather and the bikini bod. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of, there's hardly any clothes happening. So You've there's said a this lot before. of, People, yeah. It's just the culture down there. People mm-hmm. don't fucking wear clothes. They don't really wear clothes. It's hot. What do yeah. you want to do? And then number five is judgment-free zone, you could say. Be- oh, yeah. Because, Miami's yeah, wild. It's wild and like people are, there's no snobbery really. And yeah, like, right. Plastic surgery is really mainstream, so it's not like yeah. you're gonna be having to like hide it. Like everyone knows what's you up. You know, that's funny. You're right. There is no snobbery. There's a lot of money and a lot of like opulence mm-hmm. and a lot of flash, mm-hmm. but there's like hardly any like taste. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. There's not people down there like going, you know, like tisk tisk. Yeah, making taste, no. turning their noses up and shit. No, no. it's just like bawling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last thing is anonymity because, um, you know, if you're, if you're traveling, if it's medical yeah. tourism, then you don't live there. And uh, vacationing in Miami is like the perfect cover-up story. Yeah. I just went on vacation to Miami. Yeah. Went to Miami Beach. Yeah. No Did one needs to know anything else exactly. about it. Um, you right. can just recover in peace and anonymity and you can heal and you can come back with a tan and just be looking extra pretty and... People are like, wow, that was seems like a nice vacation. Damn, babe, you know? I'm sold. I'm going to go get my BBL. My... <laughs> so this... Are there guys doing BBLs, you think? No. No, you don't think so? I mean, statistically, no. Like, no. But the... Big hairy bears going down there to get fucking giant bubble butts to like wreak Not so far as the statistics say, no. But men are getting... Suspicious. ...one surgery in particular. Well, again, and, and they're making up a bigger percentage okay. of plastic surgery. Is it dick enlargement? No, it's not. What I don't think it? that exists. Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah, it's yeah, but it makes your dick not work. It makes it really big, but it makes it's it terrifying. not terrifying. Um, and it's not greased up twinks from New York City going down there to get like perfect bubble butts. Um, it is... Oh, hair replacement, like plugs. Actually, yes. Boom. Yeah. Booyah. Yep. So it's all hair that restoration. Hair restoration and what? Booby reduction. Tit reduction? Yeah. The boys are down there getting tit it's reduction. It's called a gyne. Wait, I can do this. Uh-huh. Gynecomastia treatment. Yeah. And that is a male boob reduction, a male breast reduction. The boys are down there getting their tits sucked out. Mm-hmm. Oh, fellas. Yeah. I don't know. I, that sounds like a tragedy to me. I know. Me See, too. that's the reason why I go to the gym in the first place. Kelsey Ann and I, we listen, we're gym rats. We're there all the time. But our motives are pretty simple. We're there to get big tits and big butts. That's what I'm <laughs> in it for. Yeah, baby. I want big boobies and a giant ass. <laughs> You're getting it. So You're I can it. keep so I can keep my woman locked Happy. down for life. <laughs> um so right, if you're gonna go on a vacation in Miami then they offer these things called fly-in programs. This is becoming a popular trend. Um, so I just looked up one fly-in program in particular. I chose like just a random place. I didn't do too much research. So I chose Berman Plastic Surgery and Spa in Boca Raton. And their fly-in procedure or program is this. Mm-hmm. A private jet 
that picks you up wherever you live God and um, delivers you to Bo- the Boca Raton airport. Whoa. Um, you get drop off and pick up in a limo at the airport and to and from your appointments. You get a condo, resort, or villa rental as part of it. Um, and vacation planning. So they help you figure out what things you can and cannot do. Like they basically travel agents, but like with your specific requirements in mind because of your post-op. And hotels and sitters for your pets. Wow. If you bring your pet. That shit is full service, babe. That's yeah. I mean, luxury. I'm sure it's really expensive. Luxury. But it's such a big deal flying to Miami to get plastic surgery that that these huge luxury services are starting to be offered at most of these clinics. Wow. Yeah. Even in Boca Raton. Yeah, even in Boca Raton. Wow. Um, so what do you think the most common procedures in the U.S. are? I know we've talked about a few of these, but... I bet you it's lip fillers. Okay, that unfortunately doesn't count in this particular list because this is about surgery. Oh, okay, okay, that doesn't count. But fillers are really popular. Fillers and Botox are Um, really, really popular. Like, I don't know, like, um, getting rid of the wrinkles on your neck or whatever, like for ladies... A neck lift. Neck lift? No, it's not on here, but I... Damn. Yeah. All right. I follow a podcaster who recently got a neck lift, though. Actually, in Miami. Swag. Shout out to Dr. Mascaro. Wow. Shout out to Dr. Mascaro. Um, So it's number one is lipo. Liposuction. Of course. Of course. Yes. Number two is still a breast augmentation. Okay. So this is... Why did I think of that? Of course it is. Of course it is. This is for the U.S. in general. So Mm -hmm. this isn't Miami specific. Mm -hmm. Um, Then a blethroplasty, which is... What's that? An eyelid surgery, sometimes known as a brow lift. No, 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 no. Yeah. Keep keep it away from my fucking eyes. I know. Sometimes people have hooded eyes, though, or... I have hooded eyes. Yeah. So when you when you get older, your uh, tissue will be less plump, and the wrinkles will sometimes droop in front of your eye. And make your whole eyelid okay. heavy. Okay. And then some people do need to get it Dude, for that but reason. but there's no way that's that fucking common. <laughs> no, it's number three. No, no, but there's no way that like eyelid f- falling in front of your own <laughs> no, eyeball no, no. thing is. No, it's cosmetic. And, yeah, and of course it is. a lot of celebrities have this. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, you'd be so surprised. It's just routine. It's basically maintenance in Hollywood. It's nuts. I just saw a picture of now this is all alleged 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 what I just saw a picture of Jessica Chastain Uh in like 2020 and then a a picture of her she was just becoming famous ish maybe a few years before in 2010 Mm -hmm. and like I mean she's beautiful in both pictures but she's clearly had a blethroplasty wow I cannot say this word she's clearly had a blethroplasty and it really changed her whole face and she looks hotter in 2020 than she did in 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Damn, because I of this fucking this. procedure. Anyway, whatever. Number four is tummy tuck. Okay. Um, and sometimes they combine a tummy tuck and a breast lift, and that's called a mommy makeover. <laughs> mommy makeover. <laughs> Shit. I um, mean, they should start adding BBLs into that. I know. Honestly, I think they are. Then number five. Is that's a, not mommy shit yet. The mommies are still into the other stuff. Yeah, they're still into the, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you about what's called a yoga mom BBL in a little bit. Ooh, and that's sort okay. of, we're, brand, we're kind of Let's get into towing it. the line. Um, okay. Then a breast reduction, a rhinoplasty is still super popular, uh-huh. which is a nose job, a facelift. And then, like I said, number eight is the uh, gynecomastia, the male. Man, male titty reduction. Mm-hmm. 
So notice that BBL is nowhere on the list yeah. of those top eight, but in Miami, but uh-huh. it's number one. Number one, baby. It's the number one procedure. Of course it is. And it put Miami on the map. <laughs> That's what put Miami on the map. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let me tell you exactly what a Brazilian butt lift is. So, okay. It's a silhouette that is like, if you spend any amount of time on Instagram or TikTok or fucking whatever. Which it, we all do because they're designed to rot our fucking brain to make us addicted to it. So everybody who's listening knows what the fuck this is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just omnipresent. It's fucking unmissable. It's this impossibly tiny uh shredded middle region resting atop a fucking plump bottom and thick thighs and like at its most extreme it looks like a cartoon it looks like a cartoon of like a fertile woman it looks like jessica rabbit i was just gonna say it looks like jessica rabbit okay she's really fucking hot though she is hot hot. cartoon i would absolutely fuck jessica rabbit oh yeah me too i know you would um but if you're seeing this on instagram you're also you're also seeing these bitches in yoga pants Mm -hmm. uh doing yoga poses like in in front of scenic vistas yep. or like at the gym doing like light squats, pretending that they did it on their own. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of fitness influencers have had BBLs of course they and have. say that like they've got their, that they, that they did it through hard work or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That like their big butt is because of deadlifts and stuff, which I swear are to great God. for you. Yeah, Super you should, healthy squat, you should do deadlifts. deadlifts. But you should be able to do it's just so irresponsible squat. to get a BBL and then tell all your followers who you're selling things to yeah. that you can help them get the butt that you have when you got it through surgery. I mean, it's so fucked up. Through every every goddamn industry in this in this society that we're living in, we live in a society. <laughs> it is what it is. But every fucking everybody's pretending like there's a meritocracy at every angle. And especially in media, especially, especially in social media, there's no such fucking thing as a meritocracy. And they're they're trying to sell the idea that hard work will get you like a big fat ass, mm-hmm. which, you know, it'll help. But get, nothing will get you as big or fat or crazily proportioned of a butt as, a, as going and paying for plastic surgery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a BBL is not a lift. It is Brazilian, though. Well, why is it called a lift? I don't know. Okay, what are they doing? Unclear. So it's a surgery where fat is vacuumed via liposuction um, from the abdomen, the back, arms, kind of wherever, but usually Uh it stays around this sort of like middle trunk region. So your back and your stomach right so it's already shaping that area down of course and then it is re-injecting that same fat into the butt the buttock (laughs) or the bottom hips and thighs depending on what kind of brazilian butt lift you're getting right so it kills two birds with one surgery it reshapes the you know it enlarges the the butt region but it also changes that waist to hip ratio because it's whittling your waist too through liposuction. So what you're trying to get is that fucking Venus like perfect but like not perfect because perfect stops at a certain like per, like right. per, certain proportion a certain natural that ratio. they're going far past. Oh, far. So uncanny valley. Yeah, exactly. Uncanny yeah. valley. That's exactly how I'd call it. So um, you know, I wrote down which celebrities have BBLs. That's what I was going to say. I yeah. said next on the docket. Okay. Spill the fucking beans, babe. Well, Who's every got the BBL? Kardashian. Every Kardashian, including the mom. 
Oh, including the mom. Yeah, I've seen pictures of her in a bikini. Oh, yeah, she's got What? One. Yes. Damn. Yeah, she's got to look good, too. Do you think uh, Caitlyn Jenner has one? Ooh, good question. Maybe. Maybe. Just saying. I don't know. See Runs her in, in the fam. See her in a bikini lately? No, I haven't. Uh, what about Rob? Do you think Rob's had one? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I hope Rob's had one. <laughs> he deserves one if he hasn't. Uh, I think so, too. Poor Rob. Um, so something that some listeners might already know, but that I don't think you do, Nathan, yeah. is that um, Kim Kardashian famously revealed x-rays of her behind on an episode of keeping up with the kardashians to quote unquote prove that her butt is real and that there's no she doesn't have a butt implant dude she's got a fucking butt implant. no she doesn't she has a bbl which is why it doesn't show up on an x-ray as being anything other than human fat oh so maybe butt implants were what i was seeing on the upper west side maybe the upper east side like shifting and flopping around in the yeah maybe but a BBL is just human fat that's yeah. been sucked and reproportioned to other places. Yep. Right. I see. I see. Yep. Clever Kim. Clever. Clever, Clever Kim. Girl. That's what they call her. Clever Kim. Um, Cardi B has had one. Um, but actually, she went to some guy's basement in Queens like oh. before she was famous. Oh, no. And did, got like DIY injections. I don't think she got any lipo, oh, but bro. she says it was like, it's one of her biggest regrets and it was like a hellish experience. Of course it was. It was like the most painful thing she's ever gone Talking through. Talking about that Korean lady's face melting off yeah, and that it was one like guy's that, dick sloughing away. Oof. Ah. Cardi B. God yeah. damn. Shout out to Cardi B though. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Cardi B's ass. It's That's looking right. good these days. Um, Iggy Azalea also has had a BBL. So obvious. She's like a skinny little white girl. And she has a very straight up and down body type. If you look at pictures of her when she was like 17, 18. And now she's got an insane hourglass. What? Iggy Azalea. Didn't she get... Didn't people like make fun of her for just like... Yeah, she's white. She's from Australia and she like... Acts like a yeah, she like, acts okay, like Cardi like, B. Like she acts like a girl from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. like affects her voice. A black girl from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing all sorts of whack things. Yo, Iggy, um, chill yeah, Iggy, chill out. Chill out, dude. Uh, Amber Rose. Why don't you write a, write a folk album? Come on, man. She can't. She, she can't. won't. No, there's no money in that. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. You can. Anybody can be a rap. Yeah, just. Ugh, she's doing too much. Yeah. Um, Amber Rose. Amber Rose? Do you know who that is? Who's Amber Rose? She like dated Kanye before Kim. And I don't give she's like a famous like model or something. I don't give a fuck. All right. I don't even pay attention to them. Okay. And then Heidi Montag. I love Montag. you though. Heidi Montag? Yeah. Who that? <laughs> From the hills. The she's hills. also a blonde girl. <laughs> Kelsey is looking at me looking like, <laughs> why? You don't know about the hills? Of course I don't know about the hills. Lauren Conrad. Lauren Conrad? No. Spencer? No. Okay, shut no. up. Um, so- <laughs> you shut up. You know what I thought? Um, I, I thought it was so clever. You know, at first when I heard about Cardi B, mm-hmm. I thought she was so clever. Because I thought like she was doing her name, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like wordplay on Cartier, like the, you know, the jeweler, like the Ooh, diamond place. I never and I was like, that. oh shit, yeah, she's blinged out. She's got jewelry, like she's expensive, like she's classy, she's Cardi, she's not Cartier, she's Cardi, Cardi B. B. Um, but then I found out it's just like, she was like, you know what I like? I like Bacardi. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she flipped it around, I'm Cardi B for Bacardi. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, you are dumb. No, you're not uh, dumb. Nah, but maybe though, I don't but know. Maybe, I don't know. Um, so 
Okay, that brings me, Heidi Montag brings me to that yoga mom BBL that I was talking about. Because yeah. if you look at pictures of her, she is not carrying around a fucking fat ass diaper of butt. <laughs> it is just like a little bit of definition that she probably didn't have before. That's so, the yoga mom? Mm-hmm. So there are three ah. different types of BBLs. Okay, go for One it. is sort of known as the influencer BBL or the Kardashian BBL. Right, right. So like think Jessica Rabbit, think Kardashians. <laughs> Their thighs, cartoonish, ghastly. Mm-hmm. Their thighs are yeah. sort of thin, actually. And See, that's for me. That was a, what you were talking about the giveaway mm-hmm. earlier. That's the giveaway. Thin thighs. Yeah. Thin thighs. And a giant ass. It's impossible. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even look exist right. in, in nature. It's gone like we were talking about going past perfection, mm-hmm. like the you know the aesthetic perfect ideal shape or whatever yep. you've gone way past way and now past you're the into ratio the uncanny valley mm-hmm. yeah yeah thin thighs big dumper Mm-mm. yeah so thinnish thighs and then uh obviously yeah huge dumper heart shapes yes yeah. heart shaped like round but also um insane like hips or what is known as front curve front curve so it's you know think the hourglass yeah, yeah, yeah. you're looking dead on to someone you're uh-huh. not looking at their butt yeah. you're looking at their hips and yeah. that's called front curve oh i see so it's like wide too like wide yeah wide. so they'll they'll put the fat not only in the back yeah but they'll put it on the sides to yeah. round out your hips yeah um, the second one is known as an athletic BBL or the mm-hmm. Beyonce BBL, Ooh, or this okay. sometimes called the Sports Illustrated BBL. Okay. So it is thicker thighs. So right. you're, you're inserting a little bit more fat into the thigh to yes. make it look a little bit more natural, a little bit yeah. more, I go to the gym, a little bit more athletic. So it's a little thicker thighs, some front curve and like a rounded, but more bubbled butt than the right. traditional influencer BBL. It is very... Uh, heart shaped right so it, right. it it almost comes down a little bit yeah whereas the athletic bbl is a little bit more bubble like serena williams like it's right. it's coming out and it doesn't drag down as much does that so, make sense yeah of course it does i think this is my favorite if i had to choose a favorite shape that's yeah. probably my favorite it rocks yeah that's yeah. like that's like j-lo right like that's yeah like in a way christina aguilera they have like dancer legs and like a big butt come exactly on. Come, on. come on come on Then there's the Yoga Mom BBL, um, and that is becoming more and more popular. That's for like wimps who like don't commit to anything. (laughs) No, but it is for like sort of an older generation, actually. It's like women in their 40s coming in for this now. Meek, (laughs) weak-willed. Shut up. Um, So no significant front curve. That's the big difference for this one. Okay. Um, This one's really subtle, and you might not... It's designed to... You you maybe can't tell. Because you're not going for that giant front curve you're going for a straighter silhouette yeah these are women who still prize being thin Uh um so just the lipo and adding putting it into like a tasteful bubble butt that is the yoga mom bbl i think i would get the influencer bbl no you wouldn't yeah i would i'd go all the way with it oh my god i'm talking about commit commitment Well, people are committing it is the fastest growing type of plastic surgery in the u.s so its numbers are just skyrocketing. It yeah. might not be the still the most popular, yeah. but it is growing at unprecedented rates God according damn. to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. The rate of the BBL has risen 252% wow. from 2000 to 2015. And so that's... My goodness. It's gotten more popular since 2015, but that was the most recent statistic that I could find. These hose asses are getting bigger and bigger. I'm, I'm just laughing to myself like, 
I can't imagine the amount of people who are going to medical school right now who are like, I'm going to be a butt specialist. Yeah. Like, honestly. I'm sure there's droves of them. Yeah. Amazing. It's where the money's at. So um, the origins of this surgery are, you guessed it, in Brazil. Brazilian. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. um, where cosmetic surgery has sort of a controversial and storied background, oh, yeah. uh, largely due to the country's history of eugenics. See, I was, I always, I don't know, I heard this when I was little or something like this, but I, I always heard that like... They considered plastic surgery like a human right in mm-hmm. Brazil. They and do. so it's like free for citizens to get plastic surgery. Or I don't know about absolutely free, but... But it's like very low cost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They see it as very routine. Um, yeah. They see beauty as like a birthright. Right, like exactly. You, if you have a weird nose, you fix yeah. it. And we make sure that you can so that Brazilians are the most beautiful people on the planet. 100%. But some of that comes from this idea that they were trying to erase signs of black and indigenous physical appearance there it is from the brazilian people <laughs> yeah that's the eugenics component the oh the eugenics component mm-hmm. yeah we were forgetting about the eugenics component. we were yeah Fuck. so in 1918 dr uh-huh. renato kell okay K-E-H-L, german last name oof mm-hmm. great um, founded the Eugenic Society of São Paulo, okay. um, which, like I said, or like you mentioned, yeah. allowed plastic surgery to become a big part of life in Brazil. Yeah, the big part of the life of the average citizen. But right. it was aimed at erasing what he considered being mixed too much. Fuck, like God too much damn. mixing. God damn it, dude. Yeah, so it was deeply racialized. Um, so yeah, it is, and it is available for people who can't really afford it, for the poor, in publicly funded hospitals, and has been since the 1960s. Uh, surgeons just see it as their mission to like beautify the nation, but you know it's deeply racialized. God damn it! So dude. in 1960, I wonder if that's still true. You think that's still true? Because I've I've always thought of Brazil as being a place. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I don't know. But I always thought that like part of Brazil's like national identity was like celebrating how cultures mixed there and like how mixed everybody is. I was really confused to hear this. Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe I'm just a fucking naive, stupid American then. Maybe that's what they're selling us. Maybe. Always one for a always one for a conspiracy. Mm, Because I'm imagining this like this tanned woman who's just like who's got just like. Yeah, this olive skin, this shiny black hair, and she's playing volleyball on the beach, and and yeah. she's like, I'm not really anything. Like, I'm all cultures. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of Brazil. I'm thinking of her, too. Oh, good. But in a different way. I'm sure. Yeah. So, Ivo Pitangui. Is that how you would say that in Portuguese? Well, let me see. Eve, yeah, I, listen. This one, I don't know. I don't know. Ivo okay. Pitangui? All right, that guy. That sounds crazy, though. <laughs> Evo Pitongi. He uh, pioneered the Brazilian butt lift as it's kind of performed today in Salute. 1960. Hero. I know. Okay, that actually is proof positive of what I was thinking, though, because a BBL, that is not like 1918 standards of European beauty. No, it's not. They wanted like waifish, like blonde ladies. Yeah. I, I think. I don't know where I'm going with that. But like... Um, the well, BBL they wanted seems more directly, European features. That directly was part in of the contrast to thing. the idea of like I, the like shitty idea of quote unquote ideal European beauty that yeah. like 
people, you know, fucking fascists and uh, ethno-nationalists held in the early part of the 20th century. So, okay, BBL is progress, man. I agree. Um, yeah. I think that's funny that... The, BBL is progressive surgery. It is, yeah. Absolutely. In, in a country where plastic surgery was founded based on the exact opposite desire. Ideal, yes, Ideal. exactly. Yeah. Cool, all um, right. Shout out Evo Patangi. I hope I'm saying your name right, man. So the uh, mainstream media, right, begins to incorporate sort of the beauty standards that have long been held by black cultures or yeah. Latino cultures. Um, Which, let's be honest, they're the correct beauty standards. That big butts are hot? <laughs> Sorry, Absolutely. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Big... Way more on board with that. Yes. Yes, dude. It's like, this is like, how how did it take so long for Americans to figure out how to cook Brussels sprouts? You cut them in half and you roast them for like a half an hour and then they taste good. Like people grew up thinking that Brussels sprouts were disgusting because our shitty fucking culture didn't understand how to cook them. You know what I mean? Or like vegetables of any kind. Like asparagus is incredible. Like that whole meme of like kids won't eat their vegetables. Like that shit should be done now. Same thing here. Like American culture didn't embrace like big butts and like sexy ladies because American culture fucking sucked. Yeah, it was so wrong about that this. That is so wrong. About this point. Mainstream oh, yeah. fucking lame white like middle American culture didn't think that big butts were sexy. What the hell was wrong with you guys? Anyway. Too much milk. My Yeah, too much milk <laughs> got into their... Fu- yeah, people don't drink milk anymore, I don't think. I think like, it's, it's making our brains work a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, made people's... <laughs> <laughs> the milk was getting in people's heads. Yeah. Making them fucking lame. Yeah. Damn. Um, so, so yeah, that's sort of like one of the theories of the increase in popularity hey, of the Hey, sorry, surgery. if you got a little butt listening to this, you can be sexy too. Sorry, we love everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, we love Don't big titties, small titties, it. big butt, little butt. It's basically all about embracing what you have because here's the other thing. Um, Because of surgeries like this and because of the mainstream media's recent attachment to this type of beauty standard that like existed in other cultures for way longer than it's existed in this modern mainstream media in the U.S. Yeah. Um, Because of that, some black women, Mm. uh, actually a lot of black women are getting this surgery because they don't, they feel like what the message is to them now is that if they don't have a big booty, that they're not, they're not black enough. Like they're not like representing that they should have, you know, an hourglass, they should have a big booty. And if they don't, if they have some other fucking body type, they get really fucking insecure about it because the media is saying, you know, black ladies have X, whatever type of thing. So now we're getting to the real fucking core of the issue, which is that this stuff is made, this stuff is made to, it's, you're playing with fire and it's made to make people feel insecure so So that that they spend money. Exactly. So no, like, you know, I was joking earlier when I was like, BBLs are like, that's like, you know, progressive. Progress. I mean, I was kind of joking. I think there's a component really. of that, though. Yeah, it's like, I do think an embrace of means, other cultures' beauty standards yes, is super important. It means important. The, culture, the culture is shifting and changing in the right way. But they're being commodified. It's being commodified. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, no matter what kind of good thing you can do in this culture, it gets commodified and used against, against you. Against you. Produces insecurity. And it's used to fucking take your money away from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, then social media is to blame as well because, you know... Oh, social media is the worst culprit by far, I think. Yeah. Social media is like... 
it's like I said before, and I'll stand by this, social media is fucking rotting everybody's brains out. I mean, I'm I don't have any I don't have a Twitter. I've never had a Twitter. I will never have a Twitter. I've never had a TikTok. I've never had a fucking, you know, Snapchat. No, I've got an Instagram that I use less and less, and I've got a Facebook that I haven't checked Jesus. in like five months. No. You know what I mean? But like this shit, like that's part of a concerted effort on my part, and you're doing it too, I know, Kelsey Ann. To just get the fuck off because it turns your brain into mush, mush dude. Yeah. You, it makes you influenceable. Yeah, it does. That's why they're all influencers. They're, it makes it's just, the program itself is designed to make you influenceable. So if you see some like lady with a big ass, instead of going like, "Damn, beautiful, perfect, um, I love that," but um, you go, girl. What you're what you're really saying to yourself if you're digesting it through social media is I'm not like that. Why am I not like that? Look how many likes she gets. Yeah. I want to be like that. I mean, I had that happen to me. I better fly to Miami. Researching this episode. This is true. Guys, Kelsey Ann was researching this episode and like later that day she started looking in the mirror and going like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I don't. My butt's kind of square actually. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I like, are you kidding me? I literally like put my hand on her butt and like held it up to her to, so, to show her the curve that it left on my head, like, like an imprint. I like showed it to her. But, but it's like, like, this happened to me in an afternoon and I wasn't even on Instagram. Exactly. I was on like news articles. That are talking about like imagine, how it is or isn't problematic to go get a, a fucking butt lift. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if it was, if it was on, if I was on social media and if it was not, if it was longer than an afternoon. Yeah. Exactly. Imagine what it would have done to my brain. It already started to make me feel like I didn't have the right body shape in an exactly. afternoon. You just stuck your toes in the water. I know. Yeah. So another reason besides the, just the repetitive images mm-hmm. of women who have had this surgery or not, it's, you still get to celebrate the big booty, but a lot yeah. of times it's from this surgery. Yeah. And not only that, but it's apps like, I didn't know this even existed. Yeah. But so Facetune, you know? Oh, f- yeah, So I do. they make that for your body now. God damn. So you can dude. body tune. And See, like... we are really living in... This is the weirdest fucking era of history. Like this... We're... This is hell that we're yeah. talking about right now. So like it used to be... I thought Facetune was like it made your face look like it had like the right kind of makeup on. Like kind yeah. of sculpted your features a little bit. But you yeah. can do that to your body now. Like... Anything can be slimmed, contoured, smoothed, enlarged, plumped, like, and from what I can tell, it looks pretty fucking convincing. So not only are we seeing images of women who have had this surgery, but they probably have a filter or body tune or both. And certainly the Kardashians perpetuate this. Okay, guys, this is a body positivity podcast. All the way. Filters are body negative, babies. Show us what you got, so minus the filter. Dark, dude. Yeah. So dark, dude. Yeah. Like, and also just like think about it. Like, why wouldn't you want to use that all the time? If you got a little taste of that, like, like you look at yourself and you go, all of a sudden I'm what I would consider to be beautiful. Like Yeah, so so surgeons are all your seeing women are gone. come into the office. Mm-hmm asking to look like what their bodies look like when they have body tune on. So yes. they've imagined a future where they want to look the way their bodies look when they're filtered through the internet. Yeah, it reminds me of like, you know, like Victorian ladies in like 1917 wearing like corsets mm-hmm. and then like getting that little like horrible like 
like hornet shaped body you know that they would sometimes get or like bound feet like how oh, they used to yeah. bind feet in imperial china to like and sometimes it would break your ribs dainty. right the corset yeah it'd break your ribs yeah. it'd bust your fucking feet up Ugh. you ever look up pictures of bound feet i have but like this is this is all to say this is what like insane beauty standards can do to you and that's before we had social media yeah but it also makes you makes you go like damn if i can get a little taste of this why wouldn't i want to live online all the time why wouldn't I? Why would I ever want to go back to fucking reality where I have to look in the mirror and like notice my you know bumps on my chin that I get from shaving or my fucking you yeah. know that little patch of hair on my back like you <laughs> know what I mean? It's just like these things are designed to be crack for your brain, <laughs> which is also what crack is designed to be. <laughs> Yeah. But like these things are designed so that you want to designed by the FBI. Designed by the FBI. Mm-hmm. Pull pull the thread, babes. I know. But um, anyway, I, you got me thinking about like the metaverse now and like yeah. Let's not like, not even get into the this metaverse. Is a deep dark. But I am going to tell you about a particular influencer that I followed. Please. Um. So her name is Helly Larson. Mm-hmm. Um. She lives in Georgia. And she got a BBL in 2019 at yeah. a Miami clinic. Yeah. Um, and she's been very vocal about it. She's documented the whole thing. You can um, see her stuff at Helly's Angel. Helly, H-E-L-L-Y-S, Angel. Mm-hmm. Like Hell's Angels. I think it's really cute. So I'm quoting her now. The main reason I got my BBL was because of social media. I kept seeing people with BBLs all over TikTok and I wanted to look just like them. It used to be a mysterious, unattainable procedure that only the Kardashians and celebrities had. But now every time you're scrolling through your For You page on TikTok, Mm -hmm. you come across somebody in their early 20s or late teens that has had access to the type of money needed to get the procedure and it just became normal. Fucking crazy. She got influenced by the influencers. And she is an influencer, weirdly. Yeah, I know, I know. It's recursive. So, but check this out. I mean, like, there's another thing about this is that, like, all of a sudden getting a BBL is, like, some a prerequisite. Like, you've got to do that in order to make influencing money. It, yeah, I'm sorry. It just keeps it keeps turning back in on itself. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you about the dangers. BBL has been cited by the British Association of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons as having the highest death rate of any Whoa. aesthetic procedure. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Why? There are as many as one in 3,000 patients dying. Holy shit. From a, the results of this surgery. Oh my God. Compare that to the mortality rate of liposuction, which is 1.3 in 50,000. Holy Fucking 1.3 deaths out of every 50,000 people that get liposuction compared to one death out of every 3,000 people that get a Brazilian butt lift. That is fucking wild. I did not know that these ladies were willing to die for the cheeks. Yes. Holy shit. Commitment. So Heli, as I mentioned before, is Mm -hmm. one of the like thousands and thousands of women who have flown down to South Florida for these questionably cheap operations okay so there's luxury plastic surgery in miami and there's a lot of it there's also board certified plastic surgery in miami and a lot of it Mm -hmm. but miami what it's more known for is what's called the miami chop shop oh no yeah oh god yep so she goes down there 
and this complex, dangerous, multi-hour surgery can run as low as $3,000 at some of these clinics. Okay, okay. Uh, Most advertised for around $5,000, but anyway. So she goes down there to one of the clinics where she's going to pay $5,500 for her BBL. Okay, suspicious. Yep. Suspicious. Yep. Do they take insurance? No. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Um, so you shouldn't get medical care from anyone who doesn't take insurance in America. Yeah. 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 So these clinics that are running these sales where you can get this major, major surgery for three thousand, five thousand, whatever. Yeah. Um, they often take place in these small clinics, these little boutique <laughs> okay. clinics. Yeah. Where Get this. I'm getting hints of Malachi Love Robinson. Yep. Okay. Yep. So the doctors that work at these clinics can be trained, let's say, dermatologists. Mm -hmm. They can be podiatrists. Right. And they are legally allowed to advertise themselves as board certified plastic surgeons. How? How is this possible? If they did like one rotation in medical school. Holy fuck. Yeah. So. Do you think that's true everywhere or only in Florida? This seems like a Florida thing. It does like, seem like a legal, Florida thing. But I'll tell you me. this in every state, it is, it is legal for medical doctors to practice and treat patients in any field. So long as they obtain consent from the patient. What? I had no idea about this. That is literally insane. So you could get an anesthesiologist to perform open heart surgery on you as long as you say, it's okay, this is what I want. Yes. Holy fucking shit. And then you have no legal recourse. Holy shit, dude. So I have a quote here. Um... You can set up your own clinic and you could be doing liposuction tomorrow with no training in liposuction whatsoever and it's perfectly legal, explains Adam Rubenstein, a board certified plastic surgeon in Miami. So these doctors wouldn't be able to perform plastic surgery in a hospital, right? Right. Or like you said, in any place that would take insurance. Of course. Or any sort of legitimate surgery center Uh where restrictions are stricter and there's more oversight. But as, as Dr. Rubenstein explains, quote, there's nothing stopping them from opening a clinic of their own and no higher board they must answer to. Holy shit. This is, I said Malachi Love Robinson. I know I'm thinking of him right now. This must be what he was thinking of. Yeah, he's swimming in the South Florida soup of all I need to do is open up a practice, call it something, and wear a lab coat, and I could just do whatever the fuck (laughs) I want. The only thing he didn't do was be a medical doctor. I know, I know, I know. Um, So speaking of Malachi. Yeah. Again, shout out Malachi. Shout out. We still want to interview you, bro. fucking... You're a fucking freak, man. Quote, there's a lot of places down here in Miami where you can go where you're not necessarily having a board-certified plastic surgeon take care of you. That's Dr. Rubenstein again. Wow. In some places, you're not even having a plastic surgeon take care of you. God damn, dude. So let's go back to Helly. Um, Please. She says, red flags didn't start popping up until the day of oh, my no. surgery. So this is like a... This is an on-the-ground experience of one of these Miami chop shops that probably didn't have a board-certified plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. 
because they're a clinic, they're not a hospital, there's just no one to answer to, right? They could just open this up. They could be a pediatrician they're, and they just open this up and start chop shop. chopping on mm -hmm. people's bums. So she says, as soon as I arrived at the clinic, I immediately felt like a number. I was supposed to have my operation at around 10 a.m., but I was still in the waiting room at 2 p.m. My doctor had given about five BBLs before I had mine. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. How long should a BBL take? What do you think? Like three it's, hours? It's hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Three, four hours? Yeah. Doing five BBLs in four hours? I mean, it's just, it's all about money at Jesus, this point. dude. That's like a, a BBL every 45 minutes. <laughs> or he's been working for 24 hours, you know? Either way, yeah. it's really bad, and Ooh. doctors should not be doing this. Um, she says, I could tell that it was just a money-making business. Mm -hmm. The staff were so friendly with me before I made my payments, but while I was waiting at the clinic before my operation, they were cold and distant. Mm -hmm. I saw very plus-sized bodies in the waiting room mm -hmm. for the BBLs, even though they shouldn't get the procedure because they need to be at a certain BMI for it to be safe and for the effects to last. God damn. So they're just letting they literally, any lady that wants no standard, one, there's no, yeah. Yeah, standard of practice. Even though there's no, yeah. It's not safe. It's not safe or healthy for these people. Um, but doctors were just operating on them anyway so, so that they that. could get their fat paychecks. Ooh. I didn't have the strength to back out, nor did I have the willingness to lose the 10K because you don't get your money back. Yeah. So I went through with it. It's a very invasive operation. The surgeons use a metal rod that stab inside of you and push at your skin. Oh my god, she wasn't she really awake, went in there. was she? No, I Fuck. think they, yeah, okay. they, yeah, they, have, an, they have an anesthesiologist. Well, so that last part, I mean, like, that's every surgery. They stick right. stuff inside. I guess what she means by that is, like, you see this on TikTok, and then you want one, and then it's so easy to just go get one, and then you're, oh, you, you don't the realize the horror of, of this surgery, and yeah. that they're cutting you up, and they're sticking you with metal rods, and they're shoving you with stuff, Yeah, and it's traumatizing. And that you might be in a chop shop. Yes. You might be in a fucking chop shop yeah. while they're doing that. So another woman that I found when I was researching this mm -hmm. said she arrived at the Miami airport after her surgery and was told that the terminal didn't have any wheelchairs left. Oh, no. Which she chalked up to old people. But then on her flight back to California, she realized that she was one of several BBL patients oh, on that plane. Oh, it wasn't old people after all. No. Oh, man. They needed to wheel around oh, the dude. booty surgery ladies. Although that is true in Florida that like every time we fly there, I, it's there's more wheelchairs than I ever see anywhere else. Yeah. Like in the, in the uh, what do they call that, the jet bridge, mm -hmm. there's always like 12 wheelchairs lined up. It's true. Yeah, good on them though. So, um, humidity is good for the health. It is. So, so is the vitamin D. I just read a whole book about how like vitamin D is, um, I don't know, man, it can prevent like all sorts of cancers and Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. It's a really good book. The vitamin D cure. Um, okay. So the deaths, right? And we are medical doctors. Yes. And so we're, we so are we're licensed to give you advice on this your is medical, a medical podcast. house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so advice. the BBL deaths have, for the most part, occurred, occurred because of improper technique. So <laughs> improper technique. It sounds like an indie rapper. No. So the problem with inserting fat into the the buttock is that um, the butt contains a lot of very large blood vessels. Mm -hmm. I wrote here as big as drinking straws. Ew, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's such a fucked up metaphor because then you imagine it going into your mouth and you sucking. Yeah. 
Um, so if those veins, which I imagine all the time, or blood vessels rather, mm-hmm. are accidentally injected with fat, they can it can result in the fat traveling to your lungs and can Causing cause an a pulmonary, pulmonary embolism. embolism. Yep. How that did you shit know about that? Fucked up. Um, my dad's a pulmonologist. Oh yeah, I forgot. So part of the reason why most reputable surgeons have a limit to the amount of fat that they'll insert, I'm looking at you, Turkey. That's what I said in the beginning of the episode. Shit, is this an anti-Turkey podcast? Kinda, too? yeah. Um, so there's less likelihood of of dead fat, right? Which then can travel to your lungs or yeah, have another unpleasant, although not deadly, thank God, side effect, which is just lopsidedness and lumps and clumps. Ugh. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So there's this one particular chop shop that I looked into. It's called the Jolie Plastic Surgery Center. And there's a second one called New Life Plastic Surgery. What? You're kidding. That's the same fucking name. I know. New Life, New Life Ministries, New Life. New uh, Life, New Birth Medical Center. Yeah. Yeah. And then this, New Life Plastic Surgery. Dude, Malachi. Is Malachi? Malachi Malachi feels like an artist. Is he out of jail? No. He went back in because of the bad checks. That's right. Damn. Okay. All right. (laughs) So at the New Life Surgery Center. Free Malachi, by the way. (laughs) um, 13 women died. In the last six years. What? 13 women died? Yes. Seven of them. Are we sure these people weren't related to Malachi in some way? <laughs> Bro, I do not know. It's called New Life. That I is know. bugging me out. <laughs> that is so wild. It's a thread. Keep pulling. Um, <laughs> seven out of the 13 working class black and Latina women who I guess were reportedly targets of the clinic based on their advertising campaigns. Okay. okay. So they're just doing everyone dirty and they're definitely trying to get... Well, you say working class, so obviously like they're going in there for like the cheap surgery. Yeah, yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Damn. So so I guess I'll just name a few of their names. I kind of wanted to do that. Oh, sure, sure. Um, yeah. This isn't all of them, but... 40-year-old Kizzy London from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. 25-year-old Renika Hall from Missouri. 29-year-old Heather Meadows from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. 32-year-old Maria Christian from Ecuador. And 51-year-old Maribel Cardona from 51. Naples, Florida. Damn. So these women really were coming from all over the place. They really were. When you said, like, I, I don't know, it was just something about the way you set this up made me think that they were, like, from the area. But, like... God damn, the people were flying from all over the place to fucking die at New Life Plastic Surgery Clinic for the cheeks. I know. Wow. Yeah. So Jolie, the first one I mentioned, mm-hmm. that one's interesting because it keep it will not die. So uh-huh. before it was Jolie, it was Eris Plastic Surgery. Uh-huh. Before that, it was Encore. Okay. Before that, it was Vanity. I mean, it just... It just keeps opening under it's, new names. Yep, it's owned and operated by the same person, and they're actually a convicted felon. Cool. What? Yeah, and it's it it's a strip mall clinic, and it just keeps changing its name, and it has recorded a number of deaths, and it's being investigated now by the Florida Attorney General General's office. Okay, I know this is an anti snobbery podcast, but listen, if you're trying to get me to get surgery done. In a strip mall? I'm out, dude. I don't care how much money I've dropped on this. I'm not getting... And I don't care how legit the operation is either. If you're in a fucking strip mall, 
I'm not getting surgery there. Yeah. Whew. So a lot of this comes down to marketing, right? Because, yeah, I you guess know, so. doctors don't usually market and advertise their services. That's just not part of the deal. If you no. need your foot operated on, yeah, you're usually... you go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, and you're like assigned someone. You know, you're not right. flipping through Instagram and coming across advertisements no. for your surgery. No. Um, so, you know, centers like this, they exist in a strip mall, and they might be gone tomorrow if they have too many lawsuits, but... Yeah, fucking apparently. And they'll fucking take your money. Open up somewhere else under a different name. But they might have really luxurious, really, you know, glamorous... Websites. Yeah, marketing. Right, and you right. might they With might only of, go that far. Pictures of, like, Miami Beach and, like, pictures of the skyline, but yep. no pictures of where you're fucking getting operated on, which is a little fucking storefront in a goddamn strip mall in the middle of Florida, probably far away from downtown, probably in just, like, weird, random, desolate, strange, suburban Florida in a strip mall. I'm outie. I'm, I'm outie. outie. Yeah. So then there's the gruesome aftercare. So what? Yeah. Gruesome aftercare. <laughs> so you you have to wear something called a faja. Ooh, that's just uh, some something that they made. They were trying to make diaper sound feminine. <laughs> no, it's a it's a corset. Oh, so that's for the lipo for the stomach. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha. it's like a lipo corset that keeps the body shape in place because okay. you just shrunk the fat and so i guess you're mm. training it to stay that way or training right. your skin i don't know but apparently it's really uncomfortable God you have to wear it. that for three months as the three new months. fat learns to connect with existing fat Dude, this okay is crazy. so yeah so the corset part is just to keep that shape but then the fascia when it's going into the hip or buttock region it's to help the new fat right connect with the existing fat. Wow. Then you have to sleep face down for at least six weeks and sometimes a lot longer. Wow. You cannot sit on your butt. You cannot lay on it. You cannot rest on it. You can't sleep on it. Yeah. It requires a special pillow if you have to sit at all and they're really expensive. You just have to kneel and not sit basically for six weeks. Dude, this is crazy. Going to the bathroom is extremely difficult. For the views, for the likes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you have to schedule these regular post-op massages, which apparently are extremely painful. I can imagine. Yeah, and then peeing and pooping. Yeah. Yeah. So then the long-term effects are super common as well. These really negative long-term effects like Heli mentioned, but a lot of these women will mention that even years after their surgery, they experience abdominal numbness, a shooting pain while walking, circulation issues while sitting down, Back pain and sleep disorders. Sleep disorders. Yeah. Oy, all that shit and the occasional fucking death. Yep. For for a big fat ass. You know, you talked about like going to the bathroom, like mm -hmm. pissing and shitting. Like anything that's going on, like it, any surgery or any like any medical procedure that's going on that um, is around the genital areas, like you have a massive risk of infection too. Oh, I didn't even think of that. And you could fucking die from that. Dangerous, ladies. Such a dangerous surgery. Do some deadlifts instead. Come on. It's it's not it's not worth it. This ain't worth it. I don't think so. Well, and the results are often semi-permanent. They go away? Yeah. Fucking A. This is like when I learned that LASIK eye surgery is semi-permanent. happened to my mom. She's gotten it twice and it's oh reverted both times. Can you imagine times. getting your eyeball sliced open and like lasers fired Hell in no. Them? Hell no. Exactly. Hell. My mom is extreme, man. She's got two Lasix and she one time got her 
her eyeliner tattooed onto her eyelid. Jeez. I'm, in a hotel room in Fort Myers. Whoa. Okay. 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 That is intense. Your mom's fucking badass. She's rad. Yeah. I'm, I mean, any, they all turned out all right. Surgical implements, I do not want them near my asshole uh, or near my eyeballs. No, thanks. Just as a rule. Yeah. So um, basically only up to like 80% of the grafted fat survives. So you're going to lose 20% of that volume Basically, no matter what, that's on most patients. Dude. Um, and most patients also need to have some sort of follow-up surgery in the future. Yeah, because so, if you're like carrying dead fat cells around with you, yeah. that's not good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So also the dead fat, but then some of it just absorbs yeah. based on your metabolism. Right, right, right. Um, you know, it's living tissue if uh-huh. it bonds with your existing fat. Mm-hmm. So it'll change when your weight fluctuates. If you lose weight, like it's going to shrink all over like it is before you have the surgery. When you lose weight, you lose weight everywhere. When you gain weight, you gain weight everywhere. I mean, sometimes you gain first in certain places or maybe a little more in certain places. But for the most part, it still exists like it's actual absorbed fat in your body. So right. if you lose weight, it's going down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dude. Yikes. Um, so this guy, Arthur Perry, he's a plastic surgeon who spent 10 years on the New Jersey State Board of Medical Examiners. Cool. He refuses to perform BBLs. Um, and kind of like what we were talking about before, he believes, quote, as doctors, we're not supposed to be salesmen. Why do these doctors do these procedures? Because that's where the money is. But right. it doesn't make it right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, he also says that he warns against any surgery that sounds too good to be true. Like we, he says the $5,000, it's just not enough to cover the costs of running an operating room without cutting some serious corners, which yeah. you don't want your surgeon to be cutting no, corners. definitely not. Definitely He's saying, not. I say you should probably... Never pay less than $8,000 for a Brazilian butt lift in Miami. A reputable surgeon will perform surgery at a certified surgery center with a board-certified anesthesiologist or at a hospital. Yes. In other words, a place that takes insurance. Yeah. 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 Um, Also, you can go to certificationmatters.org or you can check out the American Board of Plastic Surgery website. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they could be a certified surgeon, but they won't be on that website if they're not certified in plastics or if their certification's not up to date, hasn't been renewed. So that's important. Um, Helly, our girl, ultimately said she ended up happy with her results. This is years later. But she says she wishes she had done more research before going under the knife. Yeah, of course she does. And she says, if I were to do anything else again, it would probably be in California. Most places (laughs) in Miami, they just take your money and they don't really care. That's where Uncle Paul's at. Yeah. So also, like, I think we touched on this at the beginning of the episode. It might be a fad. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. It's a fad. You know. Trends come and go. Yeah. Like certain, I mean, certain body types don't come and go, but like what we celebrate as a culture and what we're programmed to think is beautiful Mm -hmm. or interesting or of the moment, like that changes. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I think, I think big butts 
will always be beautiful. They are so beautiful. But and the I'm a amount fan. of people, specifically the amount of like girls scrolling through Instagram who decide that they need to have a Brazilian butt lift, yeah. that is that rate of that rate of acceleration is not going to stay steady. It's going to drop off massively in a couple of years when whatever different surgery is going to take its place as the cool thing. And so now I'm just shaking my head thinking about all those medical students who became butt specialists. Yeah, and know? then like no one's asking for them. And it destroys the later. economy in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it causes a great depression in Miami because nobody wants the BBL anymore. Yeah. Yep. But I, I, I'm with you. The center cannot hold. This, this thing, not big butts. I think big butts are beautiful no matter what. And I think that like I'll always value big butts. I'll always value big butts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, regardless of whether or not they are popular so in the popular. fashion industry. Yeah. And yeah. the extreme silhouette being so popular with like celebrities and shit. Yeah. That, that's not going to last. Something else is going to come and take its place. It always happens. It yeah. always happens. Yeah. You know, the certain body types will rise and fall in popularity throughout. I mean, you can look back and see, like in the 20s, it was mm -hmm. popular to be like a little, little like boy shape, like yeah, straight exactly. up and down, exactly. small titties, flat yeah. ass. Yeah. You know, in the 30s, we got more of the like bombshell figure, a little bit mm -hmm. fuller in the 40s too, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it corresponds with economics. Honestly, I think the worse off off the economics in your country are i think ah, right. the bigger you like your women culturally interesting yeah so interesting. like depression and world war ii take. we had these full-figured more voluptuous plumper rounder featured women being celebrated yeah, yeah yeah whereas in the like roaring 20s like they wanted like you know to, to like bind your breasts and stuff they wanted like yeah. flappers were all like skinny and yeah. like, dainty very interesting yeah yeah in the 90s and early 2000s they liked Tits on sticks. Yeah, tits on sticks. Is that what they called it? Yeah. And then after the 2008 crash, we started liking the voluptuous Kimmy K. Kimmy K. Fucking I know. A, dude. I know. And even like, I mean, she's not that voluptuous, but like, even like, remember Jennifer Lawrence being like a big deal because oh, yeah. she wasn't like stick thin. Right. 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 It's so right around that time. Yeah. Well, listen. This is a this is a full figured podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, we are we for as for us the. The trends may come and go, the fads may ebb and fade, but we are always going to be down with the thickness. And That's I'm saying right. that right now. Especially down below. Um, so Heli again. The she, nether regions. <laughs> she said that, um, quote, think about the way that nobody has these huge watermelon titties anymore. She That's... she she worked as a stripper in Atlanta. So she says working in the so she's seen some watermelon. Oh tapes. yeah, she says Ooh. working in the dancer industry. I had a lot of clubs that wouldn't hire me because I had thick thighs, and their mindset was still stuck in the '90s. All these women are going to start getting their hips and butt reduced because it's gonna go out of fashion again. Like yeah, dude. if you're just chasing the trends. You know, exactly. you would have gotten a huge fucking Pamela Anderson boob job, but then, you know, then you would have needed the BBL and then you would need the BBL to be reduced and your breast. I mean, people are getting breast reductions in, in oh, crazy numbers Oh yeah, and getting their implants taken out and stuff like that. So we just think whatever the most desirable silhouette looks like, like that's what the cosmetic industry will prey on and always their willingness to follow the aesthetic trends at any cost yeah. and and pioneering quote unquote procedures that really haven't been properly vetted yet. Right. Um, 
you know, and also just the money you can make from jumping from one specialty as a doctor to plastic surgery and not and not <laughs> yeah. having to come and up against setting any... up a little clinic in Miami. Yep. Fucking it. Yep. So I just think that, you know, we gotta be careful yeah. with what we do to our body permanently. Absolutely. You know it's interesting. Like plastic surgery, it's such a funny and interesting topic to me, but I've come up with this idea. Um, the longer you chase it and the more you do it as your life goes on, especially in the face region, mm. uh, the more and more you start to look similar to everyone, everyone else, else who's done that. Yeah. There's like an influencer face. There's like an Instagram face. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, and then eventually you start kind of like the BTS guys, like we were talking about yeah. earlier. You start, the more you do it, the more like you are reaching towards this sort of immaterial abstract ideal of what the quote-unquote perfect fucking face looks like um but that's a, a construct that's been made up by somebody else that you are trying to smush onto your unique individual face and then you just end up looking like everyone else yeah. and then you're not special who were those twins they they just died they were like an internet meme for a long time they were like from from some south american country or whatever and they were like in their 70s but they had just cartoonish plastic surgery i don't know but they look just like every other like you know when you get when you get obsessed with plastic surgery yeah you yeah. just like you start look you get like that cat like mm -hmm. kind of squished like like bloated eye like pumped upper up. age or, or <clears throat> eye upper face region mm -hmm. and then like giant lips and like duck a, bill lips yeah d exactly and like and a like, really thin nose like yeah. michael jackson nose honestly yeah michael jackson yeah. nose and like like your face gets like filled out whatever yeah. with all yeah. these like pockets of like stiff filler yeah filler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and like what's funny about that is that then sometimes, not to that extreme, but let's take the Instagram face, for example, where there's like definitely filler involved and sometimes surgery. So people come into an office wanting to the look like that and that may look unnatural to other people and most especially if you have a good plastic surgeon to him. Um, we the, the guy, Arthur Perry, that I quoted before, um, he's saying it's an interesting sociological phenomenon. It started with breast implants in the 1960s where there were so many bad breast implants, too big and too high, yeah. that women began to think that that was normal. And I've actually had people request me to put implants up a little high so that the bulge is visible under the collarbone. Oh, and I wild. tried to explain to people this is not normal. Dude, but basically they've seen boob jobs yeah. so much that that's what they associate with the ideal breast is actually this unnatural breast. Yeah, it looks so they're coming weird. in requesting this unnatural looking breast <laughs> instead of just trying to get like, you trying know. Trying to look normal, yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Okay, I found out who those twins were. Who? They were called the Bogdanoff twins. Bogdanoff twins. And I this. think that they were like, they were descended from like European royalty or something like that. But they, they had that face that I'm talking about. And I'm looking, Donatella Versace also oh, had that yeah. face. Um, Joan Rivers, kind of? Joan Rivers, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that, it's that cat-like thing and the too much filler and the lips and everything. Jocelyn Wildenstein is another one. Um, she's She looks like this. Oof. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Dude. But they're all approaching the same 
constructed ideal that doesn't come from... Mickey Rourke is another oh, one of yeah. them. Yeah, Mickey Rourke's plastic surgery is crazy, dude. Ray Liotta has a weird face now, too, man. You think, he, you think he's got know. surgery? Oh, yeah. Or do you think he just took too much Chantix? <laughs> no, I think it's surgery. <laughs> <laughs> man, respect to him, though. I like Ray Liotta. Me, too. I think he's great. Goodfellas is... I mean, it's just one it's of the best movies. That's movie. such a popular opinion, but... It's just but it's now. a correct opinion. It's a <laughs> fucking perfect movie. It's so good. All right, guys. That's all I have to say about butts today. Yeah, beware, beware the BBL, ladies. Yeah. It's it's a it, you're in mortal danger if you're trying to fuck with that ass. That's bad odds, baby girls. One in three thousand dead. Do some squats instead. Yeah, don't fuck girls. with it. Just love your medium ass size fucking ass. Just Do love deadlifts. It. Do deadlifts and squats. This is a pro pro deadlift podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. We love you all. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.